Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is a WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now, your host, Scott Walker. Right now, that time, 814, you're tuned to WGNS on the air since 1947. And this morning, we have guests from the Rutherford County Library System. And we're going to be talking about different things coming up, different events coming up that are especially of interest to parents this morning. And we have Joab and uh, Bell with us today. Did I say your first name right? Joabi, but Joab is biblical, so you got it right. (laughs) (laughs) So how are y'all this morning? Doing pretty good. Yeah, we're doing all right. Yeah, you know, that rain, it gets crazy. Like you were saying, the off the air, it gets crazy with the rain and <laughs> people it's, drive slower. And, it's been a while since yep. we've had that much rain. Yep. <laughs> so what all is happening at the library and what is coming up? Because I know there's a lot of different things that parents probably need to know about. Yeah, so the main thing um, we wanted to talk about was uh, the Jan Brett event that's coming along. Um, so that's going to be December 10th um, from 5 to 7. And uh, the famous author, Jen Brett, she's going to be coming our way. And she is one of the uh, best-selling children's authors out there. And what is she going to be talking about when she does come to the library? Well, um, she is releasing a new uh, book set. And um, she's doing a, a Winter Wonderland tour um, about that book set. And um, it, what are the three books, I think? It's the... Um, it's the Snowy Nap, The Hat, Cozy, and The Three Snow Bears. And so she's going to be there on Sunday, December the 10th from 5 to 7. And that's at the Lion Ball Branch, which is the one at the corner of South Church and Vine. And then what else is going to happen, uh, I guess, in the near future? Because she is putting together, it sounds like a, a tour bus of some sort. Yes. So her tour bus is really pretty. It's covered in her artwork. It celebrates all of her different books. Um, she's also going to be having her mascot, kind of her favorite character, Hedgie, is going to be there for the kids to meet. Um, she's going to be doing a bunch of book signings. Barnes & Noble will be there to supply some of her books. And she's also going to be doing this really cool illustration demonstration because that's what she's most well known for. I mean, I think her most famous book is probably The Mitten. Um, That's the one that I remember the most growing up with. Um, She's just got a really iconic art style and she's gonna be showing that off for us. And this is a uh, author coming who parents definitely should bring the kids with them to, to meet this author. Oh, definitely. Yep, and uh, so it's a registered event. Um, you can call 615-893-4131 to register, or you can stop by the Youth Services Desk at the library, and uh, we've got a form that we're filling out. Oh, cool, okay. And uh, the illustration demonstration that she is going to be doing, talk a little bit more about that, because I'm not familiar with her books. What are the different things that she, I guess, draws or has pictures of in her books? Um, 
she takes a lot of inspiration from folk art. A lot of her um, characters are anthropomorphic, like animals, and you know, of course, the hedgehog and um, like the badgers. And uh, it's a sort of a realistic art style. It's very detailed. Um, I believe she uses um, gouache and watercolor um, in her work. So it is. It's all traditional. It's done by hand. Um, it's it's very intricate, and there's like all these um, details on the sides of the pages as well. And her books, uh, I know they're children's books. Are, are they usually what fifty pages long or so? What what are we looking at? Um, I would say thirty to forty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in general. Yeah, they're like a, they're like the step next to having a picture book, and right before you get into chapter books. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're perfect for kids who are better at getting, you know, better at reading, and um, also want to see lots of pictures in their in their cool. books. And again, she is going to be at Lion Ball December tenth, five to seven. That is a Sunday. Uh, now, again, you said that parents need to call ahead to register to let them know ahead of time they're coming. Yes. So um, we've already had a lot of people sign up already and register. Um, but um, if you'd like to attend this event, um, do call that number that I mentioned, um, 615-893-4131 to register, and we'll register you over the phone. Um, starting at 4, we'll start checking people in who are pre-registered for the event. Um, the first 100 to arrive who are already registered will receive a ticket, um, which is good for one free uh, signed poster. Oh, cool. And that poster is uh, of her artwork, I would assume. So the kids would like that, I- I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sounds good. Uh, and again, this is Limeball Library. Now, I don't hear a whole lot about children's authors coming to the library, so this is this is a good, you know, a unique event. Yeah, and this is a big author too. So this is a book that I read when I was a kid. Belle, you read as mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't read all of her books, but the one that I remember was uh, Hedgy, and so I'm super excited to see she's bringing Hedgy along. Um, so yeah. <laughs> And she's going to be, she's actually going to draw something there in front of the kids to kind of show them what goes into the pictures. Yep. Yep. That's, mm-hmm. that's what, um, that's what she said on her tour packet when she said that we were in communication with her and her team. So it's, it's, this is really, this is a really big event and we're super stoked about it. Again, Jan, Brett coming to the library and, uh, uh what is she, where is she from? That's a great question. I think she's from out East. Um, but let me double check. Um. <laughs> and, and by the way, pe- Massachusetts. Yeah. Okay, and, and people can bring with them cameras to take pictures of her of her drawing with the kids, I guess. Oh yeah, and and of course pictures with Hedgy. And well, Hedgy. So tell me more about Hedgy, because uh, this is a character, I guess, in in the children's books that she that she writes. Yes. So the one that I remember him from when I was a little kid was, of course, the mitten. And basically his deal was that he was very cold, but he found a mitten to crawl into and, you know, hang out in during the cold winter night. And as the other animals came along, they kind of joined him inside the mitten and it got bigger and bigger and bigger um, until it didn't really resemble a mitten anymore. (laughs) But, you know, he had the spirit of sharing. And so when you say this character is going to be there as well, is it going to be a drawing or is there going to be an actual character, I guess, in costume there? 
So that's the big question. I don't know. So I was like super excited. And then as I've been like reading through the packets and information that we've been having, um, I haven't seen any like if he's going to be like a character who's going to, you know, show up all dressed up or if she actually has a pet hedgehog that she's going to bring. <laughs> so I'm excited to find out. <laughs> it's a little mysterious. That's right. It, it, it would be interesting to bring with you a, a hedgehog, you know, as you travel from state to state. Yep. Yeah, well, they're nocturnal creatures. So the event that we're holding I think it would be appropriate for him to come out if it was a real if it was a real hedgehog. So they wake up maybe about five or six. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, sundown. <laughs> I had a friend who had a hedgehog and, and she called him hedgy. So <laughs> <laughs> and once more, parents should sign up ahead of time for this event at Lineball Library. And the event is December tenth, which is a Sunday, five to seven. And the phone number to call, is that the, the library's main number there at Lineball? It is. It is their main number. Um we can say it again, 615-893-4131, and mention on the call that um, when you're asked, you know, what you would need help with, um, registration, and we'll pull it up and we can register you. Okay, and if you uh, don't catch that number because you're driving, all you have to do is check the Lineball Library website, and there you'll see the phone number, and uh, that way you can register ahead of time. And if you're the first 100 to show up, you get a signed poster. Uh, and where is that going to be in the Lineball Library? So, because it's a big event, um, most of it will be held in the youth services area, but there are going to be um, some events also, like activities, I mean, the whole event is going to be in the library. Uh, main thing of meeting Jan Brett, story time and all that, is going to be downstairs, right, Belle? Um, yes. Yeah, that's where we're planning it. And her tour bus will be parked on the street. So you'll be able to take, you know, photos in front of her fun tour bus, too. And then upstairs, um, this is why it's a registered event, um, because it's we're going to have it upstairs and downstairs. So. And again, this is children's author Jan Brett coming to Lineball Library December the 10th, uh, part of her Winter Wonderland tour. And I understand she's taking uh, 23 stops. Is that right? Yep. Is that throughout Tennessee or is that throughout? Throughout the country. Throughout the country. Yeah, okay. so, she's, so. Doing, she's doing a grand tour around the country, 23 stops, and her last stop will be here, and it's going to be her only stop in Tennessee. Oh, wow. So, yep, she ain't stopping in Nashville or Franklin. She's stopping here in Murfreesboro, so and it's it, awesome. And then from here, I guess she's headed home, huh? <laughs> I guess, yes, that's exactly it. She's heading back to Massachusetts. She, yep. Like a rock star, mm-hmm. and a tour bus and all. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, that is coming up December 10th, and just call to sign up ahead of time, and uh, you can be a part of that and have your kids a part of it as well. Well, uh, is there anything else that we need to cover this morning? No, I mean, I the, the, so. big, the big thing that we wanted to promote and talk about was this big event. Um, things will start winding down after Christmas break um, for us at the w- library, and then we'll pick back up um, after the the new year so So it'll be kind of a a resting period there yeah we got a lot we got we have um we have this and then the santa claus um um, santa claus is coming i forget what time what date that is so santa coming to the library Mm -hmm. as well yep i'm sure you can find it on the calendar of events for the library oh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and then we have a uh, we have a calendar that we post um at our desk so you can stop by the desk and find out what we're doing in december Sounds good. And then uh, coming up in just a second on the air, we've got more news from the library system and different events taking place at several different locations. So we'll touch base on that in just a minute. And uh, I I guess that will do it for this portion. And thank you for joining us this morning. Thank Thank you for having us. Right now that time, 825. Stay with us. We do have more news and information coming your way next. Next. 
The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. We're News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Local employer Molly is now hiring. We finished a 144,000 square foot expansion. Molly recruiter Janice Denson said. We will be doing interviews and making offers on site that day. Molly Manufacturing on Butler Drive in Murfreesboro will host a job fair on November 28th and 29th. We have 75 jobs open. The job fair on the 20th. 28th and 29th will be between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. Submit an application in advance at jobs.molly.com. That's Molly, M-A-H-L-E.com. Don't feel left out of the conversation. Call Dr. Sean Lancaster with Hearing Aid and Audiology Services. If you've been struggling with your hearing, I encourage you to give me a call, Dr. Sean Lancaster, and take a free hearing aid test drive and see for yourself how much hearing aids can truly help. As a leader in environmental services, sustainability is deeply integrated into our business model. At Middle Point Landfill, we are environmentalists at heart. We use a cutting edge technology in combination with our deep experience in recycling and waste services to protect our environment and our neighbors. That's our job and that's our promise. This is Mike Klassen with Middle Point Landfill. We invite you to learn more about us at middlepointlandfill.com. For public services, we are sustainability in action. Hello and happy Thanksgiving from the Rutherford County Library System. This is Amanda bringing you library news and events from our five branches around the county and what's going on at your library system. Beginning in the new year, the Rutherford County Library System is introducing a revised library card policy. This updated policy includes three distinct types of cards based on a patron's age. One juvenile card tailored for children up to 12 years old, another for young adults aged 13 to 17, and a regular all-access for individuals 18 years and older. This new card system is being implemented to make the library collection compliant with existing state, county, and local ordinances and policies. All cards held by patrons under the age of 18 will be automatically converted to the appropriate restricted access level early in the new year. To provide flexibility, parents and guardians can grant permission for their child to opt out of the restricted library card by coming in person to the library. And remember, if you have extended family and friends visiting for the holidays, they can obtain a temporary library card to enable them to check out books, movies, and other materials to enjoy during their visit. Temporary card holders can use the library for our free Wi-Fi, public computers, great program offerings, or to work remotely from one of our many reservable conference and meeting rooms. They also might be interested in visiting our Historical Research Center for family history and genealogy resources. Visit any of our branches to sign up for a temporary card or visit rcltn.org to sign up for an e-card. Please note, all branches of the Rutherford County Library System will be closed on Thursday and Friday, November 23rd and 24th for Thanksgiving, as well as Sunday and Monday, December 24th and 25th for Christmas, and Monday, January 1st for New Year's Day. 
But as always, you can still access all of our digital content 24/7 from Hoopla, Libby, and Canopy. Now let's hear from Limeball U Services. Hello, this is Katie Turner, Youth Services Coordinator at Limeball Public Library. And this is Belle Kane, Youth Services Assistant at Lineball. Our fall storytime season is almost over. This year we've been working our way through the alphabet, and we are almost halfway there. We'll cover L is for Laugh Week during the week of Thanksgiving, and M is for Moon at the end of November. All ages storytimes are every Tuesday and Wednesday at 10 a.m., and itty bitty storytimes are Thursdays at 10 a.m. We'll kick off the December holiday season with a visit from Santa and Mrs. Claus on Wednesday, December 6th from 10 a.m. to noon. We'll have a special story time and sing along with Mrs. Claus, and Santa will be available for pictures. Snacks will be provided. We have more exciting news to share. Jan Brett is coming to Lineball Public Library on Sunday, December 10th from 5 to 7 p.m. The first 100 families in line at the event will receive a free signed Jan Brett poster. Jan will do her very best to sign all the books that time permits. If time does not permit her to sign every book, special signed book plates featuring her artwork will be on hand for the extra books. Barnes & Noble will be here with plenty of books to purchase to accommodate everyone at the event. If you purchase your books ahead of time, please keep your receipt. Before the book signing, Jan Brett will do a drawing demonstration and presentation. It will begin at 5 p.m. Everyone is invited to come to the presentation and receive as many signed book plates as they request. Jan's tour bus will be parked on the Church Street side of Linebaugh Public Library. It is wrapped in artwork from her books. Your family is welcome to take a photograph next to the bus and also with Hedgie, Jan's favorite friend from her books, The Mitten and The Hat. Please register in advance with Linebaugh staff with your name and the number of people in your party. The Read It First Book Club will meet once in December on Friday the 8th at 3 p.m. We'll read and watch the movie Clifford the Big Red Dog. This event is open to all ages. Join us each Friday at 3 p.m. in January to discuss the next middle grade chapter book. Join us for an epic winter game fest designed just for tweens and teens on Saturday, December 16 at 1 p.m. Get ready to break out board games, challenge your friends on the Nintendo Switch, and cozy up with delicious snacks. If you're a tween or teen who'd like to get more involved with the library and youth programming, consider joining our Teen Advisory Board. The Teen Advisory Board, or TAB for short, meets on the first Saturday of each month at 3 p.m. For more information, please contact Joabe at j-a-n-d-r-a-d-e at rclstn.org or call 615-893-4131, extension 138. For more information about any of Lineball Library's programs, please contact 615-893-4131, extension 114. Visit our Youth Services page at rclstn.org or follow us for all of our events on the RCLS Facebook page. We hope to see you soon at Lineball! at Smyrna Public Library. I invite families with young children to visit the Smyrna Public Library as we host Pajama Storytime on Tuesdays at 6 o'clock p.m. 
Here, you will hopefully enjoy winding down for the night. Children may wear their pajamas to this program and bring along their favorite stuffed animal to listen to a story and relax for the evening. Make plans now to join us at the Smyrna Public Library for Pajama Storytime on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. We look forward to seeing you. Do you know what has four legs, is friendly and furry, and enjoys patiently listening to children read aloud? Did you guess that it is a reading therapy dog? Well, you're right. Smyrna Public Library is pleased to host three different reading therapy dogs at the Tales to Tales program. This free program is offered on Thursday afternoons at Smyrna Public Library. Now is the time to get your child registered for a session to read aloud to either General, a fluffy and patient collie dog, or Maggie, a friendly poodle, or Rosie, a gentle giant wolfhound. The Tales to Tales sessions at the Smyrna Library offer children a calm and engaging opportunity to increase their reading skills and build confidence. Sessions are limited, so call Smyrna Library today at 615-459-4884 to register your child for Tales to Tales. Give the gift of reading this holiday season. You will find great deals on high quality new books at the Scholastic Book Fair at the Smyrna Public Library. At this annual event, you will find a large variety of popular Scholastic book titles and other interesting items. What better way to complete your holiday shopping than at the Smyrna Public Library's Scholastic Book Fair? The fair begins Monday, November 27th and continues each business day through Wednesday, December 6th. Call the Smyrna Public Library for more details at 615-459-4884. We look forward to seeing you at the Scholastic Book Fair at Smyrna Public Library. Hello, this is Mike with the Bookmobile here to share some November and December news from Nine Ball Public Library. Did you know your public library offers free services that can save you time and effort? Now that the DMV on Samsung is temporarily closed for renovations, this is a good time to visit our DMV driver's license kiosk to get your replacement ID or license. The kiosk is located on the second floor of the library. Don't wait till it's too late. Lisa, our puzzle maven in charge of the Rutherford County Puzzle Exchange Program, would like to thank the community for their generosity in donating so many puzzles over the last couple of months. So many that we need folks to stop by and pick up a puzzle, even if you don't have one to give us. If you want to bring some to donate, we'd love to take them, but they're not required. We have more at present than we can put out at once, and we need to share the wealth, so come on by. We'd love to see you. As of this recording, our website is still having some software update issues, so if you're booking a room with us anytime soon, it's best to call it in, at least for the foreseeable future. Lineball Public Library is pleased to host author... Richard Vigorelli for a book signing and reading on Saturday, November 18th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. The author will be signing and selling copies of his books, The Hidden Race and Homo Sapien Mysticus, all about the Fae. And be sure to listen in next month for exciting updates concerning our bookmobile. Hello, everyone. My name is Kayla Howard, and I am the Historical Research Center Supervisor. And I wanted to share with you all about our newest program, the First Families of Rutherford County, Tennessee. If you or anyone you know can trace their family back to Rutherford County in the 1850s or before and show proof of the lineage, then you can receive a First Family Certificate. 
We ask that you fill out the application on the rclstn.org website and provide evidence that connects each generation to the next, starting from yourself to your direct ancestor from either your mother or father's side. The types of sources that can be used to show proof include census records, wills, death certificates, and obituaries. We ask that you provide at least one form of proof that connects one generation to the next, but you may include as many resources as you'd like. The more information provided, the better. The Historical Research Center will keep all the information and resources that you provide, and it will become a part of our collection. When you've completed your application, drop it off or mail it to the Historical Research Center. So much family history gets lost over time, so this is a great way to commemorate your ancestors and share your family history with others. For more information on the program and to download the application, visit the rclstn.org website, or you can, you can call or email me, Kayla Howard, at 615-947-9110, or hrc at rclstn.org or you can visit the Historical Research Center located inside the Rutherford County Archives at 435 Rice Street, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Thank you. It's Kathleen from the Technology Engagement Center. In these hectic times of the holidays, the tech will be offering programming so that you can take a mental break or get some mental stimulation. Know that the public library is here for you. Stop in and say hello. The Cryptid Club meets every third Sunday for a fun all-ages event to discuss the folklore, stories, and theories of phenomenal creatures. There will be a special winter holidays event planned for December's meeting. We hope to see you there. Tiny Tech and Tinker Tech are our weekly programs for kids that are age-based. With Tiny Tech designed for the pre-K crowd and meeting on Tuesday mornings, Tinker Tech is aimed more for elementary kids and takes place after schools on Thursday. But all ages are always welcome at these fun learning events. In December, will be focused on handmade holidays, a wonderful time to be maker-centric and creative. Speaking of creative, Crafty Tween Teen Club will be meeting for a season-changing event on Sunday, December 3rd. Come hang out, collaborate, be creative, and unleash your imagination for ages 10 and older. Pre-registration is required due to space limitations. Just give us a call here at the Tech. Of course, we're on the bandwagon in welcoming Jan Brett to RCLS, the last stop of her Winter Wonderland tour. I plan on being at Limeball to hear her read, as her books have always been favorites with our family. At the Tech, there will be storybook walks of two of Jan Brett's titles over the holidays. Be sure to visit them both. We update information for both book clubs associated with the tech via library social media and the book clubs page on rclstn.org. Check it out and join us for lively discussions. Both clubs will be meeting in December, so it gives you a great excuse to chill out and read. Or join in every other Sunday from 2 to 6 at the tech to play Dungeons and Dragons. 
This is a drop-in group with short campaigns designed for players who are teens or adults. Please bring along a level one standard array character ready to play, or stop by and ask questions. Call the tech. Rutherford County Library System comprises six branches in a bookmobile throughout Rutherford County, including Murfreesboro, Smyrna, Eagleville, Patterson Park, the Technology Engagement Center, and the newly opened Historical Research Center. Please check our calendar at rclstn.org and social media for a full list of virtual and in-person programming and events. For a list of all the events you heard here today and more information, call 615-893-4131 or visit rclstn.org. Branches is not only a place to go to find help for mental, emotional, and behavioral issues. Branches Wellness is here to provide help in losing weight and in medication management. Branches believes in body, soul, and spirit, ministry, and care for the whole individual. Branches, the place to turn to find hope and healing in the midst of a hurting and sometimes difficult world. Go to branchescounselingcenter.com or 615-904-7170. We'll see a few spotty rain showers at times this afternoon with cloudy skies, a high in the upper 60s. Then for tonight's slight chance for rain, lay cloudy, low near 43. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 57. Good morning. It continues to struggle a bit on 24 westbound, trying to get out of Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, towards Nashville from that earlier rank that slowed it down near Harding Place on 24 westbound. It's been that way for at least a couple of hours now. Again, headed uh, towards Nashville from Rutherford County, Murfreesboro. Traffic's on the increase even more through Hermitage. Pretty slow at times. 40 west over here at Central Pike. You got all that traffic coming in from Wilson County. Don't miss the Enchanted Garden of Lights at Rock City in Chattanooga this holiday season. Log on today. See rockcity.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. News time 844. You're tuned to WGNS on this Tuesday morning. Well, over the past six to seven years, Kathleen Kofi has been writing devotionals in her personal journal. I would just wake up every morning and open my Bible and read whatever was in front of me. And then I would just write a little entry about it. And I started sending that to my family and friends. And it just kind of grew. And then I started seeing how it was touching other people's hearts in a way. And after seeing how her notes on different Bible verses touched others, she decided to do more. I sat down and took those seven years of entries and compiled them into 365 days of a devotional book. And when asked what led her to write the different entries uh, that later equaled a daily devotional, she told us. I just kind of felt called to start reading the Bible more and wanted to understand it on a deeper level. 
I'm not always great at eloquently explaining how I'm feeling or even maybe praying out loud to the Lord, but I felt like when I would open my journal and put a pen to the paper, things just started making sense. And Kofi told WGNS that she never imagined her journal would one day be turned into a daily devotional for others. The local author was picked up by a publisher, which was another event that Kofi never expected. When I was talking with Trilogy, they're just a great Christian network, and they honestly came alongside me and really encouraged me and prayed with me during the process. It just felt like they were very supportive, and they made the whole process extremely easy. On December 1st, Kofi will be talking to readers and signing copies of The Word Account, a poetic devotional at Mills Family Pharmacy. There you can pick up a copy of the book to read over the next 365 days because the new year is right around the corner. She will be at Mills from 11 a.m. until 4 p.m. on December 1st. I hope that people grow to trust in him more and trust in the voice that he's given them because I think that he'll give us an understanding of the word if we truly dive into it and that he'll give us the gifts to then interpret that word to other people. And of course, you can learn more about that on our website, WGNSRadio.com. Simply look for the story about the book signing that's going to be at Mills Family Pharmacy and pick up a copy of the book. In other news, the brand new judge for the seat that was vacated by longtime Rutherford and Cannon County Circuit Court judge in the civil courts, Judge Mark Rogers has been decided. A local resident who originally saw himself going into agriculture has been named by the governor as the new 16th Judicial District Judge. On December 15th, Tennessee Governor Bill Lee, I said on actually on November 15th, Tennessee Governor Bill Lee announced that Terry Fan would represent the people of the 16th Judicial District and replace longtime Judge Mark Rogers in the circuit court of Rutherford and Cannon Counties. Now, as a child growing up in Williamson County, where his mother was raised, Fan became fascinated by farming. A big part of my childhood was with my mother's family. Her brother was a farmer, worked on a dairy farm as a tenant farmer and a farm manager, and I spent a lot of time there and really became a fan of agriculture. And several years later, Terry Fan in 1975, moved with his family to Smyrna, Tennessee. My dad took a job at Firestone, the tire plant in Laverne, when it opened in 1973. And in a couple of years, in 1975, we moved to Smyrna. And I went to high school in Smyrna, graduated in the class of 1979 at Smyrna High School. After graduating from high school, Fan never dreamed of becoming an attorney. I had no thoughts about being a lawyer. I actually wanted to farm. I met my wife. We began dating as juniors in high school. We both went to University of Tennessee in Knoxville. Uh, We got married two weeks after she graduated. She was a elementary school teacher, and I majored in agriculture. And so I took a job at that point in 1983 with Farm Credit Service and worked in Farm Credit Service, which was agricultural lending, for two years before I decided that I wanted to go to law school. Now, with the encouragement of Steve Waldron, his wife's uncle, both Terry Fan and his wife quit their jobs and moved to Memphis, Tennessee. 
She was teaching at Smyrna Primary School, and we both quit our jobs and moved to Memphis, where I went to law school, and she taught in Millington. And to her credit, she took a second job working at Dillard's while I went through law school. I started practicing in 1988. I graduated from the University of Memphis Law School in December of 1987. I took the bar in February of 1988 and became a licensed attorney in April of 1988. Now, Fan earned his bachelor's degree at the University of Tennessee and then his Juris Doctor at the University of Memphis. In 1988, he became an attorney at Waldron, Fan, and Parsley. The Honorable J. Mark Rogers retired in September after serving nearly 20 years as a judge in Rutherford and Canning Counties for the 16th Judicial District. Because Judge Rogers had seven years left in his term, Judge Fan will hold that seat for seven years before having to run for re-election. Again, the new judge, Terry Fan. A big congratulations to him, and you can read more about that and hear more of his story at WGNSRadio.com. That time right now is 6.50. More news and information coming up, including a special job fair that's right around the corner. In fact, that job fair is next week, and at least 75 new employees are needed at Molly Manufacturing. We'll tell you more about that in just a minute right here on the Good Neighbor Station. Being a caregiver for your loved one wear you out? Then Arosa Care is here to help. Arosa has an experienced team of caregivers and licensed care managers who help families make educated decisions regarding the aging process. This is Erin Keo Rankin. Let me help you. Call us at 615-848-6774 or find us at arosacare.com. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at wgnsradio.com. This morning, we're talking with Janice Denson with Molly. First of all, what is Molly? We are an automotive manufacturing company here in the Murfreesboro area. You guys have seen growth, just like all the businesses and manufacturers have seen in recent years. And with that growth comes a need for more employees. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's such an exciting time to be with Molly now because of all the growth. We, at the first of the year, finished 144,000 square foot expansion. That is a lot of growth. With that growth, with the expansion, you're in need of employees right now. So Molly is about to hold a job fair over two days. It's our last push of the year job fair. And again, this is going to be at Molly Manufacturing here in Murfreesboro. Where is Molly located? We are at 906 Butler Drive. We are right off of Church Street, right down the road from General Mills and Rich and all of those companies. And again, Janice Denson with Molly Manufacturing located here in Murfreesboro and once more that's Butler Drive and Butler Drive if you continue on Butler Drive on the opposite side of South Church Street it turns into Warrior Drive. Correct. So easy to find and this job fair coming up on November 28th and 29th which is a Tuesday and Wednesday what times do people need to be there? The job fair is from 8 a.m. until 6 p.m. And when they come in, they'll just come in the front doors, the front glass doors. There will be someone to meet them there. And we will be doing interviews 
and making offers on site that day. What are some of the positions open at Molly? We have several positions available right now. We have production operators, assembly producer positions, engineering, maintenance tech, setup. Now, does Molly Manufacturing run 24-7 or does it close at night? No, we have all three shifts. We run 24-7 and we do have job openings on all those shifts. What are some of the different pay grades for those who would be applying at Molly? For our assembly producer positions, everyone starts out at eighteen thirty-eight an hour, and there's a sixty cent shift premium for second and a dollar for third. That's pretty positive, then. Absolutely. One of the things that really attracted me to Mala are all the benefits as well. What types of benefits do they have at Molly? We offer medical, dental, and vision insurance. Our medical insurance is through Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan. It's amazing insurance. Next year, we're going to have 14 holidays. They've actually added one floating holiday for us next year. And we also do a paid shutdown at Christmas from Christmas Eve through New Year's Day. Molly Manufacturing has a lot of history. And that history, I know you said, dates back a lot of years. Tell us a little bit more about that. Mala is based out of Stuttgart, Germany, and we are over 100 years old. That would be interesting to work for a company that has a history of 100 years. Absolutely. Talk about stability. Another thing that I truly love about Mala is we don't have all of our eggs in one basket, so we don't supply just to one automotive company. Last year when there was the chip shortage and there was a lot of layoffs around, we were running overtime because of our customer diversity. Do any employees ever travel to Germany to learn different things, uh, different skills that they will use here? You know, in my years of being there, no one has done that. But we have a lot of folks from other Mala locations around the world to actually come here to work. Currently, we have a couple of guys that are from Germany that are working with us for a couple of years. You guys have expanded in recent years, and you said you expanded by well over 100,000 square feet. Yes. So with that expansion, what were the new jobs that were created? When we did the expansion, the whole gamut of jobs from assembly producers, we need team leads, forklift operators, maintenance techs, setup techs, engineers the whole gamut. When working for a big company like Molly here in Murfreesboro, is it hard to recruit large amounts of employees all at once? Because whenever the unemployment rate is around 2.5%, most companies have a hard time finding employees. What's it like having to hire a mass number of employees all at once? We run into that situation as well. You know, we got down to 2.1% unemployment rate and that was very difficult, but we have partnered with several different groups around the area as well who help us in the recruiting efforts and so that's been a big plus for us. And again, the job fair that is coming up is at Molly, which is located on Butler Drive here in Murfreesboro. And that job fair is November 28th and 29th, Tuesday and Wednesday. Any backgrounds that you're looking for more so than others? Our requirements are you must have at least two years of manufacturing experience or transferable skills, meaning construction, landscaping, things of that nature. And again, the times of what time people need to show up or what? 8 a.m. until 6 p.m. And again, that's November 28th and 29th. Is there a website to go to where people can go ahead and fill out or submit an application ahead of time? Yes, that website is jobs.mala.com.
That's M-A-H-L-E. And again, the job fair is coming up November 28th and 29th, and folks will be interviewed on site and possibly hired on site, too. Absolutely. We're doing our last big push. We have 75 jobs open, and we would love to have all of those filled before the holidays. When looking at the employee population there at Molly, where would you say most of the employees come from? Is it the Murfreesboro area, Smyrna, maybe Shelbyville even? We have folks from all over. You know, there's trends that you see in hiring. And yes, we do have a large amount of people here from Murfreesboro. We do have Shelbyville. We do have all the way to McMinnville, as well as Antioch. And the drive, of course, from places like Antioch or Shelbyville, you're looking at, you know, 20 minutes. So it's not that bad. And you're usually going the opposite direction of traffic in the morning if you're coming from Nashville into Murfreesboro. Absolutely. That's what I was going to say. That's a positive. You're going opposite. And again, with us this morning, Janice Denson with with Molly and they are hiring the job fair coming up November 28th and 29th. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. News time right now, 8.57. You're tuned to WGNS. Well, in other news, a group of good Samaritans have quietly worked behind the scenes for several years to provide food to those in need through what are called blessing boxes. Blessing box houses, food, hygiene items, stuff like that, that'll help any kind of family in need. That was Sarah Carroll, who volunteers to oversee the blessing boxes of Rutherford County. One of the unique aspects of the blessing box is that individuals can pick up food at any hour, which is especially helpful for someone working late night shifts to make ends meet. Carol told us the boxes are completely anonymous, too. Some people are a little embarrassed to go to food banks. They get questioned what their income is or if they live in that area, how often they plan on being back, and they just don't want to be questioned. So this is a very private way for them to get what they need. Now, right now, there are about 30 boxes that are called blessing boxes all throughout Rutherford County. Some of the boxes in front of schools and churches, while others next to nonprofits and even commercial businesses. Over 7,000 people are members of their Facebook group for the blessing boxes, which you too can be a member of to get more involved if you'd like to donate food or drop it off to put in a blessing box. Or you can learn by being a member where the blessing boxes are located if you are in need of food. Simply search the blessing boxes of Rutherford County TN on Facebook and there you'll see all the details of how to get involved. And you can also send messages to Carol, uh, who is heading it all up. Right now the time, 8.59, you're tuned to WGNS Radio. Well, the annual Murfreesboro Christmas Parade is nearing, and the time to register is now. Susan Hicks with Murfreesboro Parks and Rec told WGNS News. The Christmas Parade this year is Sunday, December 10th at 2 o'clock. Registration will be open till November 30th, and they can just go to murfreesboro.tn.gov, and they'll be able to find registration online. The Parks and Rec Department is in charge of organizing the parade again this year. Now, according to Leanne Walker with WGNS, who organized the parade for decades, her earliest memory of the Christmas parade in Murfreesboro took place in 1984, which means next year will mark the 40th anniversary of the Murfreesboro Christmas Parade. It's 9 o'clock right now, and the news comes your way next with Ron Jordan. 
Now an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. AAA says buckle up, it's got to be a bumpy ride this weekend, and motorists should allow plenty of time for what's predicted to be record 